Shalom from Israel. This is Hannah Nesher speaking to you from the mountains of Judea, from Voice for Israel Ministries. I just want to say Shabbat Shalom from Israel. It's such a blessing and a joy to share uh, the word of Adonai with you from Zion to the nations. Isaiah said that in the last days, the word will go forth from Zion to the nations. Ki mitzion Torah so what a joy to do that today. It's a beautiful, beautiful day in the land. And I want to share a special message with you because this Shabbat is a very, very special Shabbat. Because on this Shabbat, we are starting to read from the Torah all over again, from the very, very, very beginning. We're going all the way back to the beginning, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. Uh, we call it in Hebrew, this book, Bereshit, which means from the beginning, Bereshit, in the beginning. And so what a wonderful time to just jump in and start studying the word. There, it, it is a living word, it's alive, and it speaks to our heart, not just from thousands of years ago into their situation, but it speaks to our hearts today and has so much to teach us for our lives today. So I want to dive in and I want to start right at Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. This is Bereshit Aleph. And we start with this verse. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. So in Hebrew, this is Bereshit, in the beginning. Bereshit bara Elohim et hashamayim ve'et ha'aretz. Elohim created the shamayim, the heavens, ve'et ha'aretz, and the earth. Ve'aha'aretz ha'ita tohu ve'vohu. This word tohu ve'vohu is the word for utter chaos, okay, without form and void. And darkness, choshech, alpneit chom. So choshech, darkness, was on the face of the deep. The ruach Elohim, ruach is the spirit, the breath, the wind of Elohim, of God, merachefet, alpnei was hovering over the face of the waters. All right, so this was the situation. And then what happened in verse 3, that God said, let there be light. And what happened? There was light. Vayomar Elohim or or. So God said, let there be light or, and there was light. There was or. This is what I want to talk to you about today. Because God spoke, he said, let there be light. Into this dark place where there was just darkness and there was tohu vivohu, there was chaos. And God made a decree, let there be light. He commanded light into the darkness and there was light. And there's such a power in 
our words in the spoken word. So Hebrew has a little secret in it about this because the word for word is davar. It's the same word used for thing. Davar can be word or davar can be thing. And this is a secret that is found in the Hebrew that our words can become things. In the Gospel of John, he starts out in the very same way. I just think this is so cool because we really miss how Jewish the New Testament is, right? So in the very beginning of the Torah, it started out Bereshit in the beginning. And how does John start out? He starts out by saying Bereshit in the beginning. Bereshit in the beginning was the word Davar. And the word was with God and the word was God. And then in verse 14, it says, and the word, the davar, became flesh, became something, became a reality and dwelt amongst us. And so when we speak, our word, our davar becomes something, a davar, and it actually becomes a reality, and it actually becomes our life. It actually dwells amongst us as we're wondering, why am I living in this, in this reality? We need to look at what have we been saying. And it starts not really with our mouth, but it starts with our mind. Because Yeshua said that, that it's what's in our heart that is what comes out of our mouth. You know, it's what we're thinking about and what we're we're meditating on, what we're holding in our heart, that is gonna come out of our mouth. You ever had something, you know, something happen and it and it bothered you and you're thinking about it, and you're like, okay, well, I'm just not gonna say anything though. I'm just not gonna say anything. I'm not going to say anything about this, you know, but I'm thinking about it and it's bothering me and it's in my heart and I'm holding this thing in my heart. Before you know it, okay, the pressure's on or you get mad and blah, you know, it all comes out. All the ugly truth comes out in this explosion or this overflow from what was in our heart, from what was in our mind, from what we were thinking about, what we were feeling, what came out of our mouth. And so that's why we have to deal with what is in our mind and what is in our heart. And the light will bring illumination and revelation into the darkness so that instead of walking in lies and deception, we're walking in the, the light of truth. So Here's the thing is, how do we create light? How do we get light? If we're in darkness, you know, the question is, where is there darkness and toho vevohu in our life? Where is there darkness and chaos in our life? And I think we all have areas of our life where we're not walking totally in the light. There, there's darkness. There's aspects of darkness. There's toho vevohu. There's some chaos there. And so some more than others, okay? <laughs> And so how do we create light? Well, if we go into a dark room, um, we don't sit there and cry about the darkness. We don't sit there and wonder, how did it ever get so dark in here? We don't even really deal with the darkness. We don't yell at the darkness, get out, darkness. I rebuke. 
We don't do that. What do we do? We turn on the light. And when we turn on the light, the darkness immediately has to flee. You know, we sing this at Hanukkah time. Banu choshech legaresh. We have come to banish the darkness. In our hand is, is light and fire. And so I think that we're spending so much time trying to beat on the darkness and get victory over the darkness and deal with the darkness. And why is it dark? And crying about the darkness. Instead, we need to just turn on the light. There's something really interesting that I find in this story of creation. Because if we look at it, God said on the very first day, this was the first day, okay, uh, that God created. He said, let there be light, and there was light. God said, let there be light, there was light, and God saw the light, and it was good, it was tov. And God divided the light from the darkness, and God called the light day and the darkness he called night so there was yom that's day and there was lila that's night and so it was evening and it was the morning and that was the first day okay so that was the first day but when did god when did god make lights i mean when it says that he made two great lights he made the sun and he made the the to rule over the day and the and the moon, the lesser light to rule over the night, and then he made stars. And what day was that? That was the fourth day. So, how could there be light when on the first day when he didn't create the lights till the fourth day? So this is really a mystery in the Word of God that is only revealed through Yeshua the Messiah. Because Yeshua was with God. He was with God from the very beginning, before the foundations of the earth were ever laid, before the world was ever created. He was with Elohim, helping him with him, the master craftsman at his side. And it says that in Isaiah, I just want to read you this this one verse from Isaiah, because it's talking about how the people were in darkness and they saw a great light. Isaiah 9, chapter, chapter 9, verse 2. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. A great light. Those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. Well, what is this light that they saw? Or should I say, who is this great light that they saw? Well, let's go down, just three scriptures down. For unto us a child is born. For unto us a son, S-O-N, is given. Ben Nitanlanu, and the government will be on his shoulders. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, Peleoetz, El Gibor, Aviad, Sar Shalom. And of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. And he will sit on the throne of his father David and over his kingdom. Forever and ever. I mean, who could this possibly, possibly, please be talking about? 
Who is this great light? Who is this child who was born? Who is this son who was given to us who will grow up to rule the kingdom and to sit on the throne of his father, David? Of course, it's talking about the Messiah. Of course, it's talking about the Mashiach. You know, we once showed this to our to someone here in Israel who came to repair the washing machine and we showed it to him and he goes, oh, you you have tampered with the Bible. I'm like, what are you talking about? You have have put in some kind of Christian scripture and, and put it into our Hebrew prophets. And I'm like, oh my goodness, really? Really? You think that you think that we did what a cut and paste model of the Tanakh of the Torah? But this is the links that people will go to not understand the light to not comprehend the truth because there are people who prefer the darkness of lies and deception and ignorance instead of the light of truth so these are people who dwelt in darkness and they saw a great light and this light is the light of the world yeshua said i am the light of the world in John 8, 12. And then he said, whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will walk in the light of life. And so when we follow this great light, he's like this light that illuminates our heart. And we don't need to walk in darkness anymore. The problem is that there are people who prefer to walk in darkness. There is the light but they choose the darkness. And that is a choice that God gives us. There's a scripture in, um, in Philippians chapter four, verse eight, and it says, fix your thoughts on whatever is true, whatever is honorable and right and pure and lovely and beautiful. And think about those things that are excellent and worthy of praise. It says, fix your thoughts. Remember and I said that it starts in the mind and it says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. You know, we all want transformation. We all want to be transformed from these wormy, grubby caterpillars into a beautiful butterfly that is beautiful and full of grace and flies and is free. Well, how are we transformed? We are transformed by the renewing of our mind. It starts in our mind. What are we fixing our thoughts on? I hate to tell you this, but I, I just find in my experience, maybe it's just me, I find a lot of people fixing their thoughts on the darkness and even believers, maybe even especially believers. I don't know, but a lot of my contact is with believers. And even if you just look on Facebook, you'll see almost everything posted there is from the kingdom of darkness. It is what is wrong, what is bad, what is ugly, what is not true, what is unjust. You know, where is this thing about being focused on what is true and right and honorable and pure and beautiful and worthy of praise? How much of our time are we fixing our mind on these things? Or how much time, you know, the world is such a, can be such a negative place. And so if we just go, if we have the same spirit as the world, that we're just going to go with that. And if we keep exposing our eyes and our ears and our mind and our heart to everything that is negative and everything that is ugly and everything that is wrong and everything that is bad, then of course, we're not going to be walking in light. 
And this is just something that I feel really needs to be addressed in the body of Messiah, because we're supposed to be people who are full of joy and have a peace that passes on understanding. And if we are focusing on all the negative things and all the darkness in the world, then we are going to be drawn to the darkness because what we focus on is what we draw towards us. It's like this lighthouse or like a homing pigeon or like a beam that we send out that draws more of that towards us. And we have to be intentional about this because if we just go with the flow, it's going to be a very negative flow. And that's where we're going to draw more of that into our lives. So if we fill our minds with darkness, if we just focus on the news and on the media, you know, we're just going to be filled with darkness and draw more of it to us. And instead of dwelling on the darkness, we need to focus our mind and our heart and our eyes and our ears on the light, on that which is lovely and that which is beautiful and pure and worthy of praise. So I just want to encourage you with this short word from the very, very beginning. This is how the Bible starts. This is how the Torah starts, is with an illumination from darkness to light. And I believe God wants to bring us out of darkness in any area of our lives. And he wants to bring us more and more into the light. So when we say, let there be light, When we decree, let there be light, what we are doing is inviting Yeshua into that situation because he is the light of the world. He is that great light. And to any situation in our lives right now that have darkness, that have been filled with tohu vevohu, with chaos and with darkness, I encourage you right now to decree and to speak over that area, over that person, over that situation, over that relationship, whatever it is, to say, let there be light. Let there be light in my world. Let there be light in my life, in my health, in my physical body. Let there be light. Let there be light in my relationships. Let there be light in my marriage. Let there be light in my family, in my ministry, in my business. Let there be light. And when we decree, let there be light, we invite Yeshua to come and to bring light, more and more light into that situation. We, it is not necessary that we walk in darkness if we follow Yeshua. And if you have not yet seen that light, that great light. I just invite you to seek God, to seek Elohim and to ask him to reveal to you that great light, that child, that son that was born, who will sit on the throne of his father, David. And so fill your mind with inspiring, joyful, peaceful, faith-filled thoughts of hope and love And may we be transformed by the renewing of our minds. So Shabbat Shalom from the land of Israel. If you enjoyed this message, please share it with a friend or two or three. (laughs) And um, I also want to encourage you, if you like the the way that we uh, bring the Hebraic roots of our faith to life, then you can subscribe to our free online Torah studies 
that we send out every week in time for Shabbat. You just go on our website, voiceforisrael.net, and on the homepage is subscribe. And you not only get free Torah studies for every one of the of the uh, parashot, the Torah portions, you also get a free ebook about Passover. You can also join our uh, Voice for Israel Facebook page. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, Voice for Israel. We're posting YouTube uh, videos all the time. And even better yet, why don't you come in person and journey through this land with us? We're going to be doing all kinds of teachings from different various places all over the land of Israel. We're going to be having adventures and you're going to be on site to walk where Yeshua walked and it's going to be amazing and awesome and life-changing. So just go to our website, voiceforisrael.net, and click on Tours. And you'll see we've got a couple of tours coming up that you can have a look at and register and join us and walk through the land with us. So Shabbat Shalom, and hope to talk to you again soon. Amen.